this is Lewis Johnson taking my love of sports into the world of esports with my co-host Kyle Airy, and we're breaking down what's happening in the esports industry. We're talking with great guests, influencers, and most importantly, we want to talk to you. So welcome to All In with Esports. All right, everybody, welcome back once again to another edition of All In with Esports. Excited about this one because, well, for two reasons. First, I'll say the guest, which I'll introduce in just a second, but we're back in the studio, man. I love this. What do you think? I mean, there's just so much happening here. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just love all the detail and excitement. It's awesome. This is really the way we want to do most of our shows is in a studio. We've got all this interesting stuff happening. Just look at that detail, man. I mean, they've done a lot of work on this. It's very impressive. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Jameson Stewart for all of his detail no and work, man. No it doubt. is really something. But anyway, um, we're glad to have another episode here going. We're looking forward to having a chat with these guys. And Okay, before I get started, if you're watching this episode, young man, young lady, by yourself, and you're tired of hearing your parents gripe about the amount of time you're spending <laughs> on gaming, I want you to hit pause right now and go get them, because this conversation today is for everybody, okay? Parents, kids, go ahead, hit pause, and I'm going to wait right here. You Go get them. You back? Perfect. All right. So, mom and dad, glad you could join, because as I told your son or your daughter, this episode is for everybody today. Very, very interesting uh, discussion we're going to have here with the Hagees. This is Mitch and his son, Nate, who were really cool guys. We've had a great time catching up and talking, but they've got an interesting story. Parent, son, and just about this whole world of esports and gaming. But before we get there, Nate, you are a junior in high school, South Lake Carroll High School, South Lake High School. And so he's been involved with lots of different things, not just esports, but also swimming and, and shooting. And his dad has been right there by his side, but it wasn't always like that when it comes to esports. And we'll get to that in a minute. So, Nate, first of all, let's just deal with the elephant in the room. I mean, everybody is still trying to deal with COVID. We are. I mean, I'm not doing any events in my world outside of esports. Yeah. Nothing happening there. We're so busy with this one. But how are you as a as a teenager, man, where you want to be around your friends and dealing with all these restrictions? I mean, how are you dealing with all this? It's been pretty difficult, I will say, especially during the beginning of the whole quarantine that we had. I didn't see my friends for a good month at a time. Mm-hmm. And it, it was rough for a little while. But luckily, since I was doing a lot of gaming, online friends were always there. So I, I wasn't too lonely. But social interactions were definitely at at an all-time low, that's for sure. Yeah. Can you have any sort of a sense when you're gaming that more people are gaming, either uh, from your high school or maybe in the community? Or do you see people gaming from other parts of the country in the games you're in or even around the world because of the shutdown and how it's affected everybody globally? Yeah, I've seen actually a lot of the servers for the different games that I play have reached all-time highs during this quarantine. Twitch, Twitch is having some of their highest viewership that they've had in a while. Because everyone's at home. They need something to do. And video games and live streams are a great way to fill that time. Yeah. Are you at the point where you can go back to school and actually be in the building every day? Or are you doing some of it online? And how's that working out? We we have been had the opportunity to go back in person. I was back in person for quite a while, but I chose to do online Mm -hmm. as an alternative so that I wouldn't risk coming into contact with someone and putting me out of my activities. Right. Because the most important thing is the fact that I'm still able to go out and go to shooting tournaments and stuff like that. Right. And the risk from school was just a little bit too great at the time. Right. Mitch, for you as a dad, you're trying to help navigate your own life to protect your family and then help this young man continue to pursue his his skills with gaming and other things. How are you managing all this, too? Because that's important for them to hear at home. Yeah. I mean, everything in moderation, I guess. Yeah. Uh, we're just trying to decide what is the most important 
items to get involved with and participate in. Obviously, uh, a lot of his bigger competitions that, that might hold a little bit more weight is ones that we really pursue. And then if there's some things like practices, we, we tend to minimize exposure in that case. I'm really at the whim of whatever he's wanting to do. I mean, he's a junior. Right. He's only got a year and a half left. So we're trying to get in as much as we can. But yeah. what's, I guess, we really have to look at how good we have it. We, we know a lot of seniors last year or I, I was, that were graduating this last summer, right. they didn't even have an end of a season. They didn't get to participate. So yeah. really, uh, we got to look at the good, and, and we've, we've got it pretty good um, yeah. right now. Yeah, that is so true because a lot of people did get caught in that deal when they were like, I have a son who was a senior in college, and all of a sudden he was ripped away from the classroom yeah. and he was, was actually came back to be with us and finished up online, and there was no graduation. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had a hard time with that because after paying all that money, I want that's to see right. the graduation. We didn't get to see all that. But you're so right, and I think that's what everybody has to remember is that we have to manage things the best we can. And uh, eSports has, has absolutely been a place where people can galvanize around it, have fun, still find camaraderie. And, and have some fun with that. But before you got into esports, Nate, let's talk about your interest in swimming and other sports and in how shooting became really a priority for you. Give people a sense of what you were doing there. So whenever I first got into high school, I was on the, the swimming team. I was a junior varsity swimmer back then. Uh, I was also entering into my third year on the shooting team. And freshman year was really the year that I really nailed, hammered down on shooting and made it my focus. I had some su- successes in small tournaments. And as I continued my sophomore year, I was in varsity swim for a little while. That was the first year I'd become a captain of the shooting team. That was my first year as skeet captain. And then coming into this year, I let go of swimming to really focus on shooting and video games. And now I'm the captain once again for the shooting team. And gaming's going very well. That's so, awesome. A natural born leader. That's cool. Yeah. So for people who are watching who don't know what uh, shooting is or skeet shooting is, I, I think that's when you've got the shotgun with the shotgun pellets and you say, pull. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. All right. right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, How far out are those clay targets flying before you, when you try to hit them? So it depends on the game. If we're talking about sporting clays, which is a simulation of hunting pretty much, mm-hmm. they could they could get really far out there. They can get up to 50 or 60 yards. Wow. So definitely a very long distance, especially for a shotgun. Yeah. Then you have the game of trap, which is a little bit different. Those get out to about 25 yards from where you are. Maximum is about 30. Mm-hmm. And then for skeet, which I specialize in, is farthest distance is 25 yards. Wow. So, and do you get one shot at each target? Or do you get multiple shots if you can reload? I mean, how does it? It depends. It definitely depends on what game you're playing. Right. Some games allow you to take two shots at a single target. Others require you to only use one. Right, right. So, Dad, where did the level guns come in? How did that happen? (laughs) It's, It's interesting because I really didn't grow up with guns. Even though my dad was in the armed forces yeah. and, and been around, we just we just didn't. It wasn't our thing growing up in Indiana. We just had football, baseball, and basketball. And Indiana, sh- of course, basketball. Indiana, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Hoosiers. And so we ended up really just at, when I moved down here to Texas, married a fifth generation Texan girl, and they all shot. And <laughs> of course, I, I assimilated into that and learned yeah. it, and just fell in love with shooting myself. Yeah. And so we got involved and. AR-15s and yeah. crack shot himself. Oh, is he? Okay. Yeah. No, I can't. <laughs> you said you can outshoot him? Yeah. Is I that know. true? Sometimes. If, he's, if he's lucky. If he's if lucky. Okay. Yeah. okay. All yeah. right. It's a good time. We have You got to love those little father-son disputes. I know about <laughs> always, them too. Always. You know about them too, don't you? That's right. Now, shotgun-wise, definitely the kid's <clears throat> an awesome shot. And he, 
when they came out, I think it was his seventh grade. Yeah, seventh grade mm-hmm. year was the first time the team offered it to the middle school kids. Mm-hmm. Wow! And so we took advantage of that, and I, we said, "Hey, let's go, let's go check it out." Because he's shot ARs and he shot pistols out the ran- ranch, mm-hmm. his uncle's ranch, and. So we went to we went out and, to, and he just basically had a coach's look, mm-hmm. and I think would you yeah. shoot twenty five out of fifty maybe? Yeah, it wasn't my best, but that was actually the very first time I'd even shot a shotgun was okay. at, at this coach's look because they weren't looking for so much of ability; they're more looking, can you handle a gun? Are you mature enough? Right to even be considered yeah. to come shoot. It was back. the safety aspect. Yeah. Could could you hold yeah. yourself in a place of? Not goofing around mm-hmm. as a seventh grader, just being safe and mm-hmm. listening, being coachable. And Nate just, he just flourished with it. He just, over the years, we didn't go out and get him a, a fancy shotgun. He shot a, uh, he shot a used, then he got, yeah. he got one that his uncle got him, okay. gifted it to him, which was awesome because he learned how to shoot an over and under. But we, we called it the tank okay. yeah. because it was so heavy and it kicked him like a mule. Oh, yeah. Okay, and so we said, if you can get through this, and if you like this enough, right, then we'll look at getting you something else. And okay. so we did. Yeah, and we got him a good gun, and man, he's just taken off and had some. We, great we wanted success. to. We wanted to make sure that this was really what I wanted to pursue right. before we put so much money into it. And once after after my third year, I knew that that was what I wanted to do, and that's what I wanted to really put my time into. We thought he was going to be a varsity swimmer. We thought he was going to go off and, and swim yeah. uh, in college. <clears throat> coach Murphy over at South Lake Carroll is, is a fat, fantastic coach. Yeah. He's, he's taken kids to, what, nine state championships? He's They've won a lot, that's for sure. Wow. And we okay. thought Nate was going to be a varsity swimmer. And, and as Coach told me, it's, the ter- it's a terrible sport. It's cold, it's tiring, it's lap after lap, yeah. and Nate just got to the point that it wasn't his passion and he yeah. wanted to pursue the shooting. And yeah, and it's not the key. Is you got to find out if it's your passion. And I think that that is something, you hit on something huge for anybody watching or listening. Allowing your kids to find their passion is where it's all about. Yeah. That's where it was That's always right. like at our house. And, and the way to do that is to let them touch a lot of different sports mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and then see what they gravitate toward, maybe right. physically, mentally, but most importantly with passion. If they love That's it, right. then you, yeah. keep, keep, you right. keep going with it. You navigate through shooting. You still love that. But what was it about esports where you found yourself gaming so much that at, at one point you had your dad over here questioning how much time you were spending yeah. on it? This, and this is where it's important for you guys yeah. here. So how did that dynamic play out? So I was I was really into video games whenever I was playing on a console. I had an Xbox 360 way, way, way back when, and I ended up playing on a PlayStation, and I played the Call of Duty games. Mm-hmm. I played some Halo, all that good stuff. But then whenever I got into PC, it was because he was already using a lot of his computers at mm-hmm. home. And I was like, hey, Dad, can I play a game on your computer? So I started playing a little bit, and then just gradually got more and more into it until I got my own stuff and then started pursuing it myself. And what really gravitated me towards it was just the fact that you can do so much Mm -hmm. and that it's so much fun to be able to do with your friends as well. And it's really a fun experience just to play with your friends and have fun with it. What's your your game now? What do you like to play? I'm in Valorant right now. Valorant is really what I'm into. It's a newer game, so the community isn't really solidified yet. But there's a lot of pros that are also coming over to it um, from other games, such as Counter-Strike, mm-hmm. which I really like. I play Rainbow Six Siege a lot with some of my friends. Apex Legends is another game. And I 
all of those I play all the time. Awesome. It's a ton of fun. Awesome. All the time. So give everybody a sense of the conversations when your dad was coming in and wearing you out about how much time you were spending on it. And then you told him something that caused him to do some research and yeah. that completely changed the dynamics in your house. Just walk us through that whole thing. So I, I was definitely putting <laughs> quite a few hours into it. He yeah. did not like that one bit. How many is it quite a few hours? At, Four or five hours a day? Yeah, they're about okay. five, eight to five, ten. five, six. Okay, eight to ten. Eight to ten. <laughs> hey, those are, those, a lot. Yeah, we'll put we'll put the eight to ten on weekends. Okay, yeah, all right. That's, that's, yeah, yeah. So, that's, that's, that's a lot of time in front of a screen, man. That's, that's true. Right. It, right. That's okay. true. That's true. All in moderation. You don't want to hammer in too many. And it, it was during COVID, too. Okay. All yeah. Right. So, right. so, so they did have more time being quarantined right. or at home. But still, know. he's in front of a computer playing a game. You're like, what are you doing here? So what happened? So... He, he was really getting onto that. And I was like, dad, if you look at the numbers and you look at how much these streamers, how much these pros are bringing in and how much the industry as a whole is bringing in, it's a lot. There's a lot of money into it. Whether or not you're making the mice and the keyboards or you're making content, whether that be on YouTube or Twitch, mm -hmm. if you're just playing the game competitively, it's there's a lot that goes into it and there's a lot that could come out of it too. All right. So you heard that and what happened? So I, yeah, I had to do my research because. And did he know you were doing that or you just kind of went off? What is he talking I kinda, about? No, I went off and, and I, I wanted to investigate for myself. He's a yeah. smart kid and, and he's been a joy, but I wanted to make sure that he wasn't going to follow in dad's footsteps because I, I think I told him the story. Back in when I was a teenager, I would tell my mom and dad, I'm going for a bike ride. And I would ride my bike all the way up to the arcade and mm. drop in about two bucks worth of quarters to play Centipede and stuff like that. That was my game. Centipede, Centipede. was my game. Yeah. Yes, yes. So, and I knew, I, I even remember how much, not necessarily that it was addicting, but mm. it was, it, it drew you. It was video games. It was fun. It was just something to get away and enjoy. Right. That I didn't want him to start really neglecting the studies, yeah. his passion of shooting. And, mm -hmm. and really, I, I didn't want him to be a house divided, jack of all trades, master of none. So I, I thought I better equip myself so I can educate my son on the perils of video gaming. And of course, as soon as I started diving in, yeah. I was floored at the way esports has moved from what I experienced in the 80s yeah. growing up to what it is now. Yes, and it's and it's just humongous. I, I couldn't believe it. As I researched, I, I saw a video Mark Cuban put together that he would never invest in esports. Yeah, Mark Cuban's has invested in esports and teams. Right. I I just I went back and just really looked at the industry apart from just the guys who make the games, Activision yeah. and Riot and all that. I I went and dove into what is the the gaming scene, the pro scene looking like. What about all the peripherals? Everything that goes into it as far as the tech, yeah. the events have been just astronomical as far as the amount of events are out there and the money that's behind it. And yeah. now you got brands coming in that want to be a part of this. Yeah. Endemic and non-endemic brands, right? I'll give you a great example. McDonald's in Turkey created what's called a gamer deal, which the gamer deal was, was marketed to gamers that needed a late night snack and they would have what was called a gamer deal and wow. it took off and in turkey okay. believe it or not of and all we don't places, have something like that here in the u.s yet no yet US and I'm, I'm out there looking for there you go that's there you right go. there's more stories on that but go ahead so i i 
really wanted to to find out a little bit more about the opportunities, maybe even into college. Mm-hmm. Could he get a scholarship? Could he go into the industry himself and get a major in focus with focus of esports? There is a gentleman in Grapevine, Texas, that I saw was advertising for some what was called influencers, <laughs> which I had no idea what an influencer was at that time. Right, and I called him, and his name is Jacob Miles, and he is with Map Esports. And I started asking him, could I ask you about your company and, and opportunities for my son who might look into this? I'm trying to, to definitively argue with him against right. the perils of esports and gaming. Yeah. And next thing you know, I'm working for Jacob Miles. So <laughs> I, I am now involved in Map Esports. I, I just, it, it's the, it's what I used to dream of doing. And that's being involved in video games, but never thinking there was anything for it. Right. But now I can take my business yeah. acumen and, and experience. And yeah, I can thank my son for getting me involved in yeah. the, right, in the right. industry yeah. because it's fantastic. Yeah. And it's, we're just scratching the surface. It's amazing. So there, we've talked sure. to colleges, we've talked to businesses. There are so many opportunities for these kids. Yeah. To get in and and really have a career with something they really yeah. enjoy. And there's oh, probably gosh. a ton of different things you can do with it that some people haven't even thought of. Right. Like the thing that thing in Turkey that he just mentioned. Who would have thought of that? I, I'd never heard that. That, that, that a, ch- awesome. a chain like McDonald's yep. would would market to a specific group like that. Yep. And there's just so many things that you can do with it. No question. And to be clear, Jacob Miles is the founder and CEO of Map Esports Network, which is. Part of what oversees all of this on the Mappy Sports uh, Podcast Network, which is where we are here. Uh, you have my show and some other shows as well. We also have digital magazines as well as the, the Power Players League. And you'll see all that if you just surf around here on the site that you're on right now. And more original programming, which I'm helping with. And then there's just so much infrastructure being built. And what's so cool is that this story, as you mentioned, which went from you gaming a bit much, according to Pops, yeah. to him researching and then for you and then be coming on board. Mitch, why don't you just tell everybody what you're now doing for Map Esports Network? You are an sure. integral part of what's happening here. Yeah, we've really just, as, as a startup, we have now worked into the development stages of the business in which, and, and I help with business development. And, and you're absolutely right. We have created different products such as the podcast, the TV, the magazines. We are creating gaming centers that kids are going to be able to go and play. Um, at a local gaming center with with fellow community lovers of, of gaming. You'll see me there. Yep. For yeah, sure. yeah. Yep. And, and we're also going one step further from that, and that is creating a path in which not only students, but, but those that maybe are underserved in communities will be able to have an opportunity and a path into the world of esports and then have a devi- defined curriculum yep. that will take them right through high school, possibly even college credit into the college scene, be able to get a major and then come out into the industry as a designer or as an event manager or as a a business owner. Yeah. A lot of opportunities. So I'm helping develop that along with you and and so many other players that are involved in in this this business. And it's growing like leaps and bounds. We're excited to be a part of it. Yeah, it is really cool. And what you're doing is so amazing. And it's just so wild how everything worked out. And and those community centers and our relationships with the community is a big part of what excites Mm -hmm. me about what we're doing. I Mm -hmm. love doing this stuff as well. Having a conversation, storytelling with you guys. 
But when we begin to apply STEM and STEAM, science, technology, engineering, and math, and of course that would add art to be STEAM, in those programs to not just give a place for someone like Nate or somebody else to come and play the games, but learn how they're made and how can you then develop a career or lifestyle in the industry. That's what makes MAP Esports Network and Esports Podcast and Esports Future ITV, all of this super exciting because we want to see people find a way into the industry and have a career and a life yeah, with it. That's right. As you found your way from gaming a lot during the COVID time off to dad understanding what it was all about, then suddenly you're now not just a kid playing at home, you're 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 a professional. What is what changed and how did that next step on elevation work for you and what may be next after that? Yeah, I wouldn't consider myself professional just yet. Oh, There's, I tried to give it to you, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> semi-pro? Yeah, semi-pro. Oh, sorry, that's, semi-pro. That's, we'll that's go with that. Would be. Okay. So, well, I'm projecting ahead, okay? Oh, for sure. All right. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. You so it, there's different stages. You have your just your casual, you have your semi-pro, and then your professional. What really divides semi-pro to professionals, the, the salary. Mm-hmm. And I, I haven't gotten the opportunity to earn that just yet. I'm still trying to make a, make a name for myself and that sort of thing. But yeah, right now I've, I've signed to a couple teams for Valorant in the past, Mystic Immortals from the Mystic Alliance, those great guys over there. And then also most recently, Upshock, actually out of Dallas here. Okay. So great. some great guys have had some, a ton of opportunities for it. And it does really just put you one step above just the casual gamer. Yeah. And I've gotten to meet a bunch of great people in a bunch of different spots. So it's been a lot of fun. That's great. It's been actually a lot of fun to be able to to converse with him, not just about shooting. And then, of course, we talk about school and, and all that kind of stuff. But we can talk about gaming now. Yeah. 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 I'm just he knows enough about it to, for, so I can talk to him. Oh, yeah. It's oh, fun. fun. And I know he does because we have a weekly call, a weekly Zoom call in our business meeting. And I listen to what Mitch, when he makes his presentation, and I'm like, man, I didn't know that. And I didn't know that. And I didn't know that. So we're all learning. Yeah. I mean, that, and that's so cool. It you is. know, and now you guys have a, a common playing field where you can discuss something that you love. You're both passionate about it. That, now, that's now he doesn't let me on his, on his computer. I have to sneak in to get on the computer. Yeah. Yeah. He'll go, he'll go to get a snack or something and I'll race in there real quick and jump on his computer and take over. And he's, you're, you're going to mess up my KDI and, and all of my ranking. And he gets oh, on my man. case all the time. Yeah. As well. It is so important for us as parents. Not to shut our kids down when it comes to them bringing up something that they seem to be interested in. I came back from the Olympics in in 04 from Athens and our oldest son said, Daddy, I want to be a fencer. I was like, what? (laughs) What? He said, a fencer. I said, where did that come from? He said, I saw it on the Olympics. I said, you were watching that and not watching track and field while I was working? No, I'm kidding. But he saw it on, on television and he we found a place that so he could take an initial class. How about that? He took that class twice and then we found a club in, in down in, in Colleyville or South Lake. And he fenced there all through high school hmm. and then he fenced at Ohio State. I was on their team for about no three kidding. years before he decided to do something different. But you just never know. You yeah, never know. Right. You know, and it's, if somebody says they're interested, give it a try. I don't care what it is, especially when they're young. It's so important to let them yeah. touch lots of different things. And see what they gravitate to, or maybe leave and come back to. You just That's never right. know. You never know. Yeah, Nate's younger sister started off in gymnastics, mm-hmm. uh, Paisley, and now she's an indoor rock climber, competitive indoor rock climber. Wow! Which, who would have thought indoor yeah. rock climbing? Yeah, you know, a few years back yeah. would have been something, but it's it's huge. Yeah. So yeah. there's so many different things for kids to get involved with, and <laughs> athletically, you might. You have the argument that that video games is not an athletic sport, but yeah. I've mm-hmm. seen 
this kid's reaction time, it's not as good as mine. Like we were joking about well, earlier. That's, <laughs> that's debatable at this point. You're getting a little old in two-thirds. Oh, oh mercy you me. threw out the old word. That's You're getting right. a little old. <laughs> but it's... Uh, yeah. Wait, wait, you can't let that go. You, you got to have a comeback to that. I can still take them in racing, that's for sure. And That's fair. Okay, that's fair. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that one. That's right. But but no, it's, it is just the, the mental sharpness yeah. and, and then yeah. being able to be aware of his surroundings. Honestly, I, I tend to think it, it may have, have helped him in his shooting. Mm-hmm. The reaction yeah. time, being able to really look at the target mm-hmm. and placement. Attention to detail. Attention really, to detail. Right. It's really improved. Yeah. And mentally. Yeah. Mentally. Yeah. I mean, and of course, I don't, I don't just rely on that. I do. Me and him have started to go work out something together because mm-hmm. it is very important to keep a balance. You can't just sit at your computer all right. day. Right. You have to, you have to eat healthy. You have to go work out and make sure not only your body, but your mind is yeah. as sharp as possible. I'm glad to hear you say that because I think that's another stigma that you might find in the gaming world. I was recently in Paris and I was over visiting some different esports studios. And I visited one place that was the home of one of their big teams that does a lot of big time competitions. Yeah. Have this really slick place in downtown Paris. But they also work out at Stade de France, which is the huge stadium there where they have the big soccer and World Cup tournaments. They go there and physically work out and do all kinds of physical conditioning. They do mental conditioning. Mm -hmm. They talk about diet, all these things. For the folks who are watching and think, well, my kids are sitting around playing games and doing nothing. Give us a sense of how important it is to diet and to be able to know when to get up from that computer and yeah. give your mind, your brain a break yeah. and also the physical part of it. How much of that, how important is all that? So a, a great example of all of this is uh, Team Astralis out in Europe. Okay. They're Counter-Strike pros. Mm-hmm. They they were known in the Counter-Strike community as the chokers. They they would get up there into the semis and the finals, mm-hmm. and they would just lose. They didn't have that mental game and, mm-hmm. and everything they needed. So they actually hired a, a personal trainer and, yeah. and personal trainers for all of them. And they started eating healthier. They started working out, and they became what's known today as probably one of the best Counter-Strike teams to ever touch the game. Wow. Because they worked so well together and they did so much and put really put that one step ahead mm-hmm. of the competition to just make sure that they were performing to the best of their ability. Because wow. you can't play well if your brain isn't working at its max. Right. And to work at your max, you have to make sure your body's Yeah, healthy. I think that stereotype of, of the, the guy behind the computer screen glowing with his Mountain Dew. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Mount, yeah. Mountain Chips. Dew, Mountain Dew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, uh, is is really a thing of the past, and and you are seeing that yeah. these top teams phase yeah. and and uh, there's some pros out there spending man. money on it. They're wow. huge. Really, these guys these guys could be bodybuilders if they wanted to because wow. they know how important it really is. Take care of themselves. Yeah. Now, for parents who are thinking, I don't know anything about esports or how this whole industry work, and my kids showing me something that like Nate showed his dad. We have a role to play to try and guide and lead them. And you use what bit of experience you have in your life and you find a way to parlay that into modern times and something that they may be interested in. Mitch, your experience growing up in Indiana, and, and I think you said your dad was an Air Force pilot. He was with the Air Force. With the Air Force. Yeah, Air Force okay. controller. Had, yeah. Okay. And you had an interest in that and you also yeah. did some auto racing over in Europe. Yeah. And how did all those experiences being on the circuit racing cars in Europe, how did some of that come back to help you with, with him? Yeah, a lot of it, especially looking after or trying to be a fighter pilot, my eyes ended up not being as good as, as mm-hmm. I had hoped they would be. But just in the fact that push the athletics 
athleticism aside, yep. you have to be in good health, obviously, but you also have to promote yourself. Mm. I found with racing, just with the sponsorships and the expense that it takes to to perform and even participate in some of these races, you really had to get out there and be a spokesperson for yourself and, yep. and self-promote. So a lot of it really is just educating yourself, one, on the industry that you're in, two, Know, know your sport. Know your, yeah. know your game. Yeah. We've talked about that a lot. Nate, not only play your game, but also understand what's going on in your community yeah. and, and what's going on around you. And then one step further, too, it's, I think you could probably relate, Lewis, is don't put all your eggs in one basket. As athletes, a lot of times football players, baseball players, yeah. we will focus all on our sport and, and we won't do our studies and, and we won't yeah. improve ourselves. Right. Not only academically, but spiritually, uh, physically, and what have you, yep. that you really got to be well rounded. And so we talk yep. a lot about with Nate. And that's what I molded myself after growing up because I really wanted to get to Formula One. Mm-hmm. My, my height didn't get me there. I only got to Formula Renault, but I had some great success. Yeah. And those built upon itself to give me confidence in my next chapter because, I mean, Nate may not end up being a pro gamer, but he may very well pursue a path in esports that will, and then what he's doing today is setting himself up for that. So you just never know. And and as we tell Nate, take care of your business, take care of your responsibilities. Your job right now is your your studies. Right. Everything else is cake. Enjoy it. Enjoy being a kid. But you still got to be responsible. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all relative. And, and you think everything right now is so serious. But when you're on our side of things, then we will, we can show you what really serious things That's are. Right. But it's all relative because your, your important things are important to you. And That's so right. I think what you can take away from that, if you're a parent listening or watching and you have no experience in this industry, you haven't had the type of maybe professional track and field experience like I did or a professional driving experience somewhere around the world, you take what you got. And you take the interest and initiative to plug them into places that are doing or teaching or growing people in this in this industry. And that's going to be us, MAP Esports Network. And as we continue to move through the building phase and then open up locations, there'll be places where you can come and plug in physically that's right. and be around people that are not just gaming just for the heck of it, but gaming for a purpose. And so I think that's going to be something that can really be beneficial to you. So uh, for all the kids watching, I'm trying to help you out with your parents. I hope you're listening so you can talk to them about this again. You get what I'm saying? Wink, uh, wink. Uh, you got it? Okay. You can play it back and play it again. You can say, did you see what he said? Yeah. Did you hear what Mr. Nate said, what his son said? So, no, we're all having fun with all this and it is yeah. pretty cool to do it. I guess, Nate, the last thing I'll ask you is as we approach, we hope, uh, an exit ramp for COVID, and we began to see gaming happening more live, like at the huge uh, arena in, in, in down in Arlington, down in Arlington yeah. and other places like that. What do you hope for this sport and what do you hope that people will see in the sport that they can get involved with it and really just find a way to, I, I always say, connect in community and in humanity. People of all nations, races, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. coming together to just enjoy gaming oh, yeah. as, as a common bond. Yeah, gaming is really something that just breaks the boundaries of regions Mm -hmm. and of other people. Of course, you still have your competitions between other regions as, as always. But when you go, whenever you go to these live performances and these live games, uh, we call them land tournaments. Whenever you get to these, you see all the people around you have your same passion and your same love for that game. And it's some of the most hype things you'll ever see. 
the, the, the Counter-Strike and the Rainbow Six Siege, they have some of the best fan interactions with their, with the pros that are up on stage playing. And like, for example, what do you mean? Just, just some of the majors. Like, if you look up Rainbow Six Siege majors, best fan reactions, you'll have the fans chanting the names of, yeah. of their favorite players. And it really just puts a smile on your face to see all these people coming together for something they love. Sounds like World Cup soccer. Exactly, yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. It's, or the Olympics. That's what I yeah, yeah, equated to, you know, is yeah. just being able to see that. That's yeah. absolutely right. That's the, yeah. it's, it's really just, yeah. just another live game. Like, it's, it's the same as going to a football game or a soccer game or whatever. Yeah. It's just, it's the fans being able to be there and feel a part of it. Yeah. That really, it's a really neat experience. I think Nate touches on something that's, you know, really important right now with our nation and everything we've been going through as yep. well. Really... And you hear a lot of, of adult fans say, hey, I just want to watch the game. Yeah. I, I'm not interested in the politics. I'm not interested in all the yeah. the noise, if you will. But, yeah. you know, with gaming, these kids are, and, and adults, I think the average gamer is 34 years of age. But they're all coming together. I know Nate was the, when he first signed the contract with the Immortals, he he was the youngest on the team. He was six, 15. <laughs> But he was playing with kid, guys that were 24, 27, wow. and, and what have you. Yeah. But they all came together because of gaming. And, and, they, yeah. and the same thing happens. It doesn't matter if you're black, you're white, Asian, Hispanic, whatever. Yeah. All these people are, are playing together and playing these characters and having a good time. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a long way from Centipede and Space Invaders. Exactly, you know? <laughs> exactly. But Centipede was great, wasn't it? It oh, was. Man. I, wish yeah. I, could have, I wish I could find one of those old machines they have in the house to be able to drop a quarter in it. And the, and the joystick yeah, and the orange yeah, button yeah. and oh, all that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love yeah. that. I love that. We have come a long way for sure. It's so amazing how life how life takes us through these different things. And I would have never thought I'd been involved with esports and know anything about it. And, but being involved with the traditional sports that I was in and then going to the games, what have you. But when I walked into the uh, esports stadium in Arlington, we got a tour of it mm-hmm. uh, empty. Mm-hmm. I could just envision yeah. what yeah. that must be like. It really is. Yeah. Neat. Yeah. And when I talk about that exit ramp to COVID, when I cannot wait to see Can't that wait. place full of people Same. just yep. exploding. And, and it just I think that's when I'll really be able to get it and absorb what it's all like. The lights, so. the cameras, yeah, just yeah. the noise. Yeah. It, it really makes you miss I it. I mean, just the set was crazy. I mean, this yeah. is this is pretty fantastic, right? Oh, it's but impressive. With the all the LED lights and everything, it's just unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm going to have to take up Rocket League so I can compete. Maybe I'll get there before Yeah, may, may, maybe yeah. you'll try Hey, that maybe out. we should do that together. I've got, you know. There we go. We'll team up and we'll beat go. this kid. There you go. Yeah, I'll get, I'll get my son. I'll get one of my sons who likes to play. And we'll figure out a way to whoop you guys. How about that? That sounds good to me. And then when we do it, we're going to talk about it on social media. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you, better hold, you better hold true to that, though, if you okay. lose. All right. All right. Is that's, that a deal? Yes, sir. Okay. You, is that a great. deal? Yeah, okay, I'm on it. That sounds good. <laughs> anyway, man, this has been a great conversation. And I hope yeah. for those of you listening at home, you've had a chance to get a sense of what the dynamics can be like in the home. And sometimes I think when we're, as parents, we're looking at our kids going, what are you doing? And why are you wasting time with that? Maybe this is one of those things where you say, what is that? What's going on there? Because that's what happened right here. And then it turned into not just a passion, but on the way to potentially becoming a career, if you want to, and a business for Mitch. And now we're all teammates and it is really cool. So Nate and Mitch, it's great to see you guys and have a chance to conversate, tell some stories and and enjoy what we do. And hopefully we've inspired some people out there today to think about esports and maybe see it in a different way. Okay, so you can tell your parents they're free, they're released. They can go back (laughs) to what they're doing. 
and uh, not to bother you for the next three or four hours while you do your thing on, on whatever game you're playing. For all right. Sure. Is that a deal? All right. <laughs> anyway, guys, thanks so much for being here. And hopefully you guys Thank have you. enjoyed another edition Thank of you. All In With Esports. We'll be back with more conversations with different people that are involved in the gaming world. And of course, there is so much happening around our network. So make sure you check out the digital magazines. There are lots of great content there, lots of great stories. We've got new people coming on to write content there. If you are a writer and you've got a story about something happening in your your world of esports, just get online and check us out and make sure that you uh, let us know. And we'd love to put your content in our digital magazine. More esports podcasts coming online soon, and I'll have more shows dropping, so make sure you watch that. And of course, we've got more things happening with esports Future ITV with original shows coming up, and we just want you you to enjoy all of it. So for now, um, missing my man Kyle Larry, but I'm sure he'll be back with us another time. Big shout out to Jameson uh, Stewart for his help and our beautiful studio. And once again, thanks to you guys, and I'll see you next time on the next edition of All In With Esports. We'll see you. Thanks for listening to All In With Esports. Please remember to subscribe to your favorite podcast channel, and we would love to hear from you about this or other shows on the Esports Future Eye Network.